This podcast is brought to you by RMA, the Risk Management Association. RMA's sole purpose is to advance the use of sound risk management principles in the financial services industry. Learn more at rmahq.org. This is Mark Sandy, Chief Economist of Moody's Analytics. My task in this podcast is to give you a sense of how the economy is performing, its near-term prospects, and some of its challenges. In terms of how well it's performing, it's pretty good. Uh, The economy is uh, growing solidly and uh, it's creating lots of jobs. Job growth remains somewhere between two, two and a half million per annum. Uh, It's the rate of job growth we've been seeing for the past, uh, oh, three, four, five, six, seven years. And that's a lot of jobs. It's more than double the rate of growth in the labor force. So unemployment uh, and underemployment continue to decline. The unemployment rate is now at a 50-year low, 3.6%. Labor market is very tight, record number of open job positions. The quit rate, which is the percent of folks quitting their jobs, looking for another, um, which is a pretty good indication that people are feeling pretty confident about finding another job, is at a record high. Uh, Wage growth has picked up, uh, continues to accelerate in response to the tight labor market as businesses work hard to find workers and uh, retain their existing ones. So with all those jobs, low unemployment, lots of wage growth, that's the fodder for consumer spending. Consumers, American consumers remain uh, engaged. Uh, They're out buying things. And as long as they do, uh, the economy should be fine. Near-term prospects are good. Uh, Also adding to the optimism about the economy in the near term is the Fed's pivot. Uh, You may recall the Fed was raising rates last year and was signaling that they would raise rates again through much of 2019. Because of the slowdown in growth late last year into this uh, and softer inflation readings, the Fed decided to uh, put their rate hikes on hold. Uh, that brought down long-term rates. It's really had a nice positive effect on uh, housing markets, other interest rate sensitive sectors of the economy. Uh, and also, um, the, the trade war seems to be, uh, had seemed to be winding down um, until very recently. And uh, that uh, made businesses feel a little bit better, started to invest a little bit more, and uh, that augurs well going forward. Which leads to the uh, challenges, the risks. Um, number one at the top of the list is the trade war. Uh, the president has recently uh, upped the ante, uh, raising uh, the tariff rate on $200 billion worth of Chinese imports into the U.S. from uh, 10% up to 25%. So half of, roughly half of all Chinese imports into the U.S. now have a 25% tariff which is a pretty big deal if, if maintained. Uh, you know, businesses can navigate around a 10% tariff. They can cut their margin. They can ask their customers to pay a little bit more. They can look for uh, sourcing from other places in the world outside of China. But 25%, that's, uh, that's, you can't navigate around that. I think businesses are going to uh, put their investment decisions on hold, big expansion decisions on hold, until they get clarity around... Um, you know, where these tariffs are going to land. If they stay at 25%, then global supply chains will be disrupted. They'll have to shift their investment. That's a big deal. Very highly disruptive. So I don't think they want to do that, uh, but um, they're going to wait and see. So the longer the trade war drags on, the longer it takes President Trump to find some kind of arrangement with um, the Chinese leader, Xi, uh, the, the, the more this is going to be problematic for the economy. The near-term outlook is is going to darken. Um, you know, right now it looks okay through the remainder. They're pretty good through the remainder of this year into next. 
this trade war continues on for, for much more than a few weeks, uh, that picture is, is going to start to change. Uh, the other risk I'd, I'd point in, out to out to you, and this is a little bit longer term, uh, is the fiscal situation. Kind of um, seems like people have forgotten about this, uh, but our budget deficits are ballooning. Uh, we're on track to experience a budget deficit this calendar year, 2019, of over a trillion dollars. That's four percent of GDP. Uh, you know, we've had deficits as large as a share of GDP in the past, but only in the depths of very dark recessions. Never at a time. When the economy is uh, as good as this one, 3.6%. And uh, if you do a little bit of arithmetic and assume no change in fiscal policy, tax and spending policy, uh, we're never going to see a budget deficit below a trillion dollars. And that's even assuming a relatively good economy. Um, and, you know, the deficit doesn't, or debt doesn't mean a whole lot in any given year, but I do think it's a corrosive on the economy. And at some point, uh, it's going to be a, a problem for us. Um, you know, maybe not, certainly not this year, probably not next year, maybe not five, ten years down the road. But, you know, in the not too distant future, we're going to have a hard time with this. So we're going to have to grapple with, with this uh, larger uh, budget deficit and debt that we're accumulating. Uh, and then finally, I'd like to say, um, you know, while conditions are good and near-term prospects are, uh, are, are also quite good, uh, you know, we're at a point in the business cycle when we, I think it's important to be cautious. Uh, you know, 3.6% unemployment means we're past full employment. It means at some point, uh, uh, growth will have to slow, unemployment will have to rise to a place where it's not going to be inflationary. Um, you know, inflation doesn't seem like a, like a problem now, and it's not. But I do think we stay at this rate of unemployment uh, at some point in the not too distant future. Inflation is going to be the issue. Rates are going to start to rise. The Fed's going to have to pivot back again and start raising rates. Uh, and so uh, when you're in that, uh, this kind of place in the business cycle, when, when unemployment has to start rising again, it's very difficult for that to happen without the economy actually falling back into an economic recession. Since once unemployment starts to rise, you know, that undermines sentiment, confidence. Business, uh, consumers get nervous. Uh, they pull back a little bit. Businesses see that. They start pulling back on their hiring, and you get into this uh, kind of a vicious cycle called a recession. And this is probably one reason why, you know, there's the old adage, economic uh, expansions don't die of old age, and that's true. But it, there is a reason why, you know, recessions tend to end, uh, you know, about 10 years in. Uh, it's because they do, the economy does go past full employment, and the dynamics I just described begin to unfold. So... I don't know when the next recession is. It doesn't feel like it's the next six, 12 months, barring something really going off the rails in the trade war. Uh, but uh, I do know that uh, we're at a place in the business cycle where recession risks are elevated, and it's important for, for all of you to remain cautious. Thank you very much.